Well, good evening. Good, you're with me. How often do you get to say that? This is so cool. You realize this is the sixth year in a row that we've done this, where we've had a Friday night service to, to sing, to pray, to commission all those that are going to be going out and serving our community this weekend. This is also the sixth year that we haven't actually had service on Sunday morning. And you know what's really cool? That it's been six years now? Is that other pastors ask me, are you the church that doesn't actually have service on Sunday morning? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool, isn't it? And they're like, and they all say the same thing. I could never do that at my church. You know what I say? You got to try it. <laughs> See if they come back the next year. <laughs> no, it's so good, and it's so good to be able to come tonight and to be able to do this. And honestly, it, it, I get off easy every year doing this because there's so many incredible uh, people in our congregation that are part of making this monumental weekend every single year happen. In fact, even this year, they picked my text. They picked the text that I'm going to share with you tonight because they wanted to have this verse be the theme verse. So I'm getting really off easy. I didn't even have to come up with the passage tonight. And I'm so glad you're here because this passage is incredible. It's going to take me about 45 minutes to get through it, to explain <laughs> it, which is what I know you all want on a Friday night service. Is that correct? Yeah. No, don't worry. It's going to be a short devo. We're going to pray. And then we're going to get out of here because we all should go to bed early tonight. Anybody believe we should go to bed early tonight? <laughs> kids, I know kids are in the room. Kids, should you all go to bed early tonight? Because you're going to be serving tomorrow. I know my kids are going to be serving tomorrow as well. So let's get into it. The passage is actually Galatians chapter 5, beginning in verse 13. It says, you, so he's talking to people in the church, my brothers and sisters who were called to be free. Aren't you glad you're free? Aren't you glad that no matter what happens in this country, what happens in this world, that your identity is in Christ and you are free because of what Jesus Christ has done for you? Amen? Amen. Well, don't use that freedom. Go ahead, you can clap. Well, don't use that freedom, hey, I've been saved, look at what God has done for me, to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. And that second part's a little bit harder, is it not? It's kind of easy to always kind of be focused on ourselves and what we want to do and what we want to get out of life, or we're always focused on being right, so everybody else is wrong and everyone should do things the way that we do them and the way that we think that they should be done. And so there's this constant battle within us to figure this out. Well, he goes on to say, the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Who's got this one down? Anybody? Now, if you didn't know, Ron Cazera, our local outreach coordinator, one of the things that he likes to do, uh, he's been the last couple of years, is as a staff, we actually take a whole day and we go out kind of early and we do a whole step out and serve site because we want to lead by example. So you have to give up a whole day of work and he, you know, he finds these hard projects for us as staff. We do not get off easy. We're in there, we're in the weeds, we're getting dirty, we're sweating all day. And then this year, uh, not only did the staff do this, but our church council and our Mission 16 team also went out on a different day and did a kind of a pre-step out and serve. Isn't that cool? So, so I'm talking to my boys who are both in baseball right now, and my parents are here and they'll tell you this because they're incredible about coming to all of their games. And literally we have baseball games every single night of the week. And my wife thinks it's a good idea that I should coach both of their teams. So then I have this additional... <laughs> responsibility 
In fact, my wife isn't here because Henry is, has a baseball game that's actually taking place right now, uh, and so I'm not able to be there. And so it's funny enough, uh, Brady had a game last night, and we were talking. They're like, Dad, aren't you so excited for stuff out in service? Like, yeah, I'm so glad. Dad, aren't you just so cool, you know, just pumped up that we get to do this every year? Now, mind you, uh, we have been doing this ever since they were born. And if you have little kids, this is why I encourage you to do this with them. They don't know anything outside of step out and serve. In fact, the first year that we did step out and serve, Lisa and I weren't even married. The next year we did it, we were married. But year after that, the third year that we did it, Lisa was pregnant with Henry. The year after that, we had Henry. And this was cool. When you got little kids, we signed up to go to a nursing home to eat ice cream with people and be nice to people. <laughs> I was like, this is sweet. Then she got pregnant with Brady, and I was like, good, we get to go to another easy site. So we went to this garden and picked weeds, and as they've gotten older and the sites have gotten harder and harder, well, after the game, we're talking about this, and they're like, where are we going? I said, we're going down to Detroit. Who are we going with? We're going with Mr. Murphy, because he's in our small group, and he's our site leader. We're like, that's awesome. And they said, what, what day are we going? I said, we're going on Saturday. I'm like, that's so cool. And they said, well, what are we doing Sunday? Hanging out at home. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, we haven't even done our own landscaping in our house. Have you guys looked at the weeds? And the, they're like, wait, 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 no, Dad, you don't have service on Sunday. No, because we're serving on Saturday and we're having service on Friday. And they said, that's not how it works, Dad. If we don't have church, we should be out serving in our community. I did not applaud them. <laughs> I was like, come on, you gotta be kidding me. And Lisa's like, I think it's a great idea if you take the two boys and you go to another <laughs> site on Sunday. So I, we'll just do our landscaping at our house uh, Labor Day weekend. That's, that's what's on the books now for that. But I love it, the heart of a child to wanna serve, the heartbeat of this church, to wanna not just be about ourselves, to love our neighbors as much as we love ourselves, as hard as that is, and this is one of those weekends where we get to push ourselves to do that. He goes on to say, so then walk by the Spirit, and you're not going to gratify the desires of the flesh. If you're in God's Word, you're in church, you're in prayer, you're constantly in communion with God, you're aligning yourself with Him, He is going to direct your path, He's going to give you the instructions on what to do, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They're in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. Wait a second, I thought you told us we were free. Now we don't get to do whatever we want. No, God puts parameters and guidelines in our lives. And they're for our good, they're for our purpose as he's cultivating us, as he's encouraging us, as he's developing us into the people of God that he has called us to be. But as you are baptized, as you become a follower of Jesus, you live in this tension of wanting to gratify yourself. It's so hard, of wanting to always be right. And yet God calls us to live a different way. It's funny because he goes on to say, the acts of the flesh are obvious. See, I knew I was going to have the scripture on the screen. That's why I asked you, did anybody sin this week? Or anybody say anything they weren't supposed to say, anything they weren't supposed to do? maybe think something. Has anyone sinned from the time you took communion to just now? <laughs> you know what the answer is? Yeah. It's because we're sinners. 
and we have this sinful nature, and sometimes our minds wander, sometimes we process things or feel things that maybe God doesn't want us to process. I like that he goes on to even list some things out. I didn't list them out because I knew you were going to have kids in the room tonight. If you want to read it later, you can read it later because there's some real hard things in there. But I love that he says that they're obvious. We know what they are. We know the troubles of this world. We know the things that, that are vying for our attention. But thanks be to God, there's a but in the scripture. But the fruit of the Spirit, as the Holy Spirit gets a hold of our hearts, is love. Love. You get to share God's love this weekend in a practical way. There's joy in this. I want you to remember this as your back begins to ache, okay? As your arms are getting scraped up, as you go home and your feet are just heavy and dirty and tired because you gave it your all. That there's peace. And maybe at some of your sites, you can provide peace to someone that's never experienced peace in a long time. How about patience? Oh, man. Patience. Kindness. To share God's kindness. To share his goodness. That he is the faithful one. And this is what happens every single year. People will ask you, why are you here? Why are you doing this? And it's always fun to be at a home, isn't it, where the neighbors start creeping out on you? And you got the guy that's like playing by the mailbox, even though there's no mail. Or they act like they're taking out the trash, even though it's not trash day. And you just got to slowly like bait them in, like bring them over and try to explain. Well, this is why we do it, because God's been faithful to us. And we want to be faithful to those that God has placed in our lives. And we do it in such a gentle and self-controlled way. That's what you get to do this weekend. You represent Jesus. You go with the power of the Holy Spirit to your sites and to these places to share his love. And it's because those that belong to Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. We lay down what we would want to do this weekend we lay down our desires. We give up a perfectly beautiful summer Michigan weekend. Jesus, did you hear that? <laughs> to go and to serve others. Because when we look at the cross and we look at what you have done for us, man, it's such a joy to be able to serve you by serving those that live right in our community. Isn't it cool we all get to go on a mission trip this weekend? Do you realize that's what you get to do? And you don't have to you know, get on an airplane and go to a foreign country. But some of you, you're going to get in your car and you're going to go someplace locally in your community. Some of you, you may be getting in a car and you may be going to a completely different community or maybe you're going to an area that you've never been to before. And God's going to show up. And God's going to surprise you. And God's going to show you just how much he loves you and how much he values you and how pleased he is with you this weekend. But I'll tell you this, one of the most important things that you can do this weekend is at certain moments just pause and look around. Look at the people that are at your site with you. If you're at a, at a resident and the resident is there and you get to interact with the resident, realize that maybe one of the most precious things that you will do is not put mulch around their flower garden. 
It may just be being a listening ear to them. It may just be explaining to them a little bit of your story so that they'll explain a little bit of their story. That I know and trust that God is going to show up in all of these different little ways and all of these little miracles are going to happen starting tomorrow morning and ending Sunday night. Amen? And you know what? That's why we do this every weekend. Those of you that have done this for years, you know the joy that it brings to your heart. You know what it teaches our kids and what it does for them and how excited we can get about all that God is going to do in and through his church on this first weekend of June. So this is the focus verse of this year, Galatians 5.25. This is the verse that the team picked. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Isn't that a great verse? First step out and serve. Can we say this together? You ready? Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Sight leaders, say this verse at your sights tomorrow. Remind us all why we are doing this and who we are doing this for. Can we say it one more time tomorrow? Ready for this? Let's do it together. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And I believe that's exactly what's going to take place. God's going to show up in big ways as projects are completed, and God's going to show up in all these little ways as lives are changed and hearts are transformed. And those lives and those hearts include us as we're his vessels this weekend. Amen? Amen. Amen. We're going to close our time together by having a special prayer commissioning. And as I said at the beginning, none of this would be possible without our local planning team. And one of the things that they've kind of recently done uh, since last year is they actually meet every single month. So they have a, a monthly meeting. And this team is an incredible team full of some just awesome people who love God, who love local missions. And so we wanted you to see them tonight. We want to pray a special prayer over them tonight. So will you please welcome, uh, as they come up at this time, our leadership team for Step Out and Serve. If you're on the leadership team, you get to come up here. You guys know we couldn't do this without that next level of leadership, without our site leaders, correct? And so we want you to meet all of the site leaders tonight as well. And so if you're a site leader, will you come and will you stand up here in the front for everybody to see? So we want to pray over you as well. Can you give them a hand as they're coming at this time? How many of you, this is your, your first time ever being a site leader? Go ahead and raise your hand. Isn't that cool? Can we give them a hand? Look at that. You guys have a lot of responsibility. You have to keep everybody safe. You have to keep them hydrated. Did you know what you're signing up for, Fred? You're looking at me like you're just learning this just now. 
Good thing there's a lunch lady right here, and she's going to make sure everybody is fed. There's people are going to deliver food and all of that. But thank you. Thank you all for, for rising up and taking this challenge on and being part of this team and using those gifts that God has given you, those special spiritual gifts that he has given you. And so, congregation, will you do this tonight? Will you stretch your hands toward these leaders, our leadership team, our campus, our, not our campus, our um, site leaders, and let's pray over them tonight. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for those that have accepted the call to be leaders in our church. And this weekend, God, you know the task ahead of them. You know all the planning and the hours that have already gone in. The, the pre-work, going to the sites, making sure that everything's set, knowing what the project is. We just pray a special blessing upon them tonight that, God, you're going to work in and through them mightily this weekend. God, we thank you for them. We thank you that they have answered the call and that, God, your spirit is upon them. So we just pray, be with them in a special way as they lead us this weekend. May they know how much we appreciate them. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Can we give them one more hand? Don't leave, don't leave. Now, of course, we've got to pray for all of us that are participating. Amen. Pray that I actually make it two days. <laughs> Step out, sir. It's going to be incredible. My boys. Which what, what I want what I want all of us to do is you just get your hands in front of you. I like this. Look down at those hands that God has given you. And you know part of our vision here is that we live generously with everything that we have. And man, these hands are going to be doing some work this weekend. There's going to be gloves and shovels and rakes. Anybody going to eat ice cream? Is that not a site? There's no ice cream sites this year? Oh, deliveries. All of the things that are going to happen, those that are making sandwiches, all of that. And what I want you guys, as you're looking at your hands, you guys that are in the leadership in these two rows, I want you to stretch your hands toward them because we're going to pray over them. So stretch your hands toward them, and let's pray over them tonight as well. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of the participants this year, all of the sites, all the incredible things. Once again, God, you're doing in and through your church. And we do, we pray for hearts and lives to be changed. That if we have the opportunity to meet the people that are living in the homes, if we're at a site with a home, that God, there's going to be moments of sharing your love and your grace with them. We pray for safety as we travel to and from our sites. We pray for safety as we're using tools and equipment and all of the things that we have ahead of us. God, we pray for incredible conversations even amongst those that are at sites together, people that have never met each other before, that go to the same church, and now for the first time they're going to have conversations that you're going to bring us closer together as a church. And so, God, now we commission our teams, we commission our leadership, all of those that are involved to step out and serve this year. And we can't wait to come back a week from Sunday to hear all that you did in and through your church. And, God, we do it all for your glory and your honor, not for us, but for you, because it's in your Son's most holy and precious name we pray, and all God's people said, Amen.